Hello and welcome to the podcast Planted by Streams of Living Waters. Today we're going to talk about a day in the life of one of the disciples. Wow, Jesus is up again. Man, I did try and catch him, but yeah. Well, maybe we can pray together while we wait. Great idea. I know I'd love that sleeping and I'd be the one sleeping in. <laughs> but is there that one friend or those friends that spur me on in those areas and vice versa with others? Hannah Yoon was talking at Sisterhood about a friend in Sydney and they pray on the phone together and how it's helped uh, spur her on to pray in the mornings. I thought that was really great. Have you ever had special friends in your life that stir up that passion for Jesus, that love for God, that as the tide rises, you rise together As tree grows, we all grow together. We're here to help each other as we rejoice in our Saviour. It takes two pieces of wood to start a fire without conventional fire lighters. You have something for someone, but it's not just of you. It's of the Lord's heart for them. So who's your kindred people? Recognize the ones that God has placed around you to walk with you, beside you. As he puts people in families, linking with those that bring out the love for Jesus and the heart for the kingdom in and through our lives. Wisdom builds a house. And wisdom builds a house with symmetry. Symmetry, the right place, the right time, the right people that helps everyone move forward. It lifts our faith as we're thoughtful and mindful of how we can encourage each other in Jesus. The anointing is where you are. The Holy Spirit we see in the Old Testament had come upon people for a purpose. The anointing was from a purpose and they would prophesy or they would be a prophet or a king and that anointing would be upon them, on them. What happened when Jesus got baptised and the dove, the Holy Spirit came as in the form of a dove and descended on him and, and, the, and God spoke from, from heaven and said, 
this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. He actually got filled with the Holy Spirit. And I just saw that when I was reading it. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. So he brought this new dimension and it was that which the disciples were living in day by day. He was preparing people to be filled because he wanted them to walk in the anointing. How do we walk in the anointing? It's that knowing, having been baptized, having our old man having gone down in the water and being raised with Christ and that being filled with the Holy Spirit and and knowing who we are in Christ, we each have can hear that voice from heaven saying, you have sonship. And that's what his cause came out of. He was anointed because this was the purpose. But that cause came from a background of being filled with the Holy Spirit and knowing his identity was intrinsic to the work that was before him. Humanity looks for a way to be made for them through. And it's through our seeming small but the daily things that we do, sacrificing or working on the soil of our lives, getting and being filled and just being that is making a way day by day in Jesus. Cherishing the moments, be, to be. All the disciples were so loved by Jesus. He exemplified this. John cherished Jesus. We know that it says more than one occasion that John was the disciple that Jesus loved. What was it about John? It said that he was... um, leaning on him at the table the renaissance artist leonardo da vinci painted a beautiful depiction of this commentaries actually say that it was actually that not that he was actually had his head on him but that it was he was sitting at his side but i still think this depiction that Leonardo made was quite true of that John had a family heart for Jesus, that he wanted to be with him. He was there to support him. It gets gives you this picture that that John wasn't possibly about just about the works and the crowds and the what we're doing but being with Jesus and when 
Jesus said uh, this is to his, to his mother, you know, he purposed John to look after his mother. And we know that John, pretty sure that John was the only one to die of natural causes of, of the um, apostles. And it's like there was this blessing on him just to be and just to to cherish because he cherished and he was cherished and that's a beautiful thing that just that friendship with Jesus is everything it's so precious to the heart of God it's so precious to Jesus heart holy sandpaper Again? Yeah, Peter. Have you ever had mates that have felt like it was their calling to agitate you? (laughs) Maybe I've been there. (laughs) Maybe we all have at different times. And I've got to be careful what I say about Peter because, you know, one day... I'm hoping to to meet him in heaven. <laughs> he might have words. But what takes your peace? It takes work. But to not let anything take your peace. Because it's precious. Proverbs says. 27. 17. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. I remember once on a trip in Nepal, we were in a a small group going out to villages and I had actually a good friend. It was like we were like brothers and sisters because that's kind of what happens. But this particular friend, like it was my first time away and I just had this small toiletry bag (laughs) that was like, and I had this, you know, we just had this bag and and like everything you have when you like not got much away is like all of a sudden it becomes like your little hub. And it's like, I remember she wanted to use something like, I think it was my um, repellent, um, mozzie repellent and I remember at the time like it was just such it just made me like why do you want to use my mozzie repellent like because I could see she had her own there you know it was like these kinds of things were so frustrating and I remember my leader pulled me up and she was like you know Jesus was tolerant of people and you know I can see this in your life you've got this intolerance (laughs) And, you know, possibly I'm still working on that. But, you know, is this that sharpened me in that area at that time? And I love that. I love that. You know, making a culture of what matters to us holds us in the seasons that matter. Beliefs and values. 
the other day, my cousin Ross and his wife were playing at my sister's wedding and Sharon was saying after how it's like they have such a special friendship, Ross and Sharon, that it's like they were playing and they they played something and they both did the same thing and they both looked at each other and it was in this moment that they knew exactly what they were thinking because they just got along so well. And it just made me think about how um, the disciples, like they, when Jesus came and he said, like, uh, I'll just read this passage um, Luke and verse 18 I have to go. <laughs> I haven't got the chapter sorry as Jesus was walking beside the sea of Galilee he saw two brothers Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew they were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing the nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And I just thought of how... Like, it's almost like they would have, uh, like, Peter and Andrew, it's like they would have been able to look at each other. Like, it doesn't say what they said. Like, they didn't have to say anything. They just looked at each other. They looked at Jesus. They were like, I want what he's got. <laughs> I'm going to follow Jesus. Because it says at once they left the nets and followed him. And that's like in our lives, wherever we're at, you know, And they became what they spent time with. They became because they spent time with Jesus. And we become what we spend time with, who we spend time with, what we invest in, what we draw from. Acts 4.13 says, When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished and they recognised that they had been with Jesus. And I don't know if you ever noticed when someone's praying or when someone's talking, sometimes you can actually almost tell this person's a person of prayer. This person's been with Jesus. And that's something so, so special. The disciples, the in-between, was the workings that prepared. Our beliefs and values are what we set, grow and maintain. His word in our lives is there to draw out in thinking on and in speaking it out. It lifts our spirits and draws us nearer to him. The idea that we bring our beliefs to the level of our circumstance or even our own mindsets plateau us but we are on the climb 
That's why we raise the level of our beliefs and allow his truth to shape our worldviews. Soaking in the good stuff. Osmosis in cells is where the more concentrated uh, the water, more water goes to where it's less concentrated in salt or sugar, for example, and it moves through the membranes where the concentration of, of it is less. As we make room for the water of life to flow more, then we're going to have more of the life of the Spirit in us, more of those what we want in our lives to be there working on your convictions work on your convictions and they will work for you couple of things that pastor scott samway said that really stood out to me from sunday was there is power in the unseen realm of your life And it's the decisions you make in your hidden season that is often defining and developing who you are. So from these lives that were ordinary people, but that spent time with Jesus, that cherished Jesus. We can see the power of God went on to use them, that they walked in the spirit because they knew their identity, because they'd not only had, they'd lived with the manual and we have Emmanuel, our manual with us, the person of Jesus. Thanks for listening.